Welcome back to the podcast. It's Servant Sonic. Oh, it's your boy. What's up? It's Hunter here, but I'm also joined by my lovely, handsome co-host. We got Mr. Lee Bader. How are you, Lee? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We also got the Jake and Glorious Bastarde, Mr. Jake Swain. How are you, sir? I'm well. Thank you so much, Hunter. Oh, good to freaking hear, boys. I have missed both of you so much so, and it's been quite a while, you know? We've got some news. We've got a new banner uh, made by Lee, of course, the lovely Lee, the talent that he is. It's like us in watercolor, so if you like paintings and you like three diverse podcast co-hosts, uh, maybe you'll see us uh, graffitied all over Toronto one day. That's the hope. That's the hope. I don't but think, lads, I'm here I don't think to... we look super diverse, though. Sorry to cut in. Oh no, that's, that's okay. That's I mean, like it, am I, we're, we're I'm the pasty. I'm the cultural uh, diversity in the group. I will take that title welcomely. Um, but you know, us in watercolor, us in color in 4K, it's something else. But gentlemen, I'm here to introduce um, uh, actually a topic that I heard on talk radio. Getting into the topic, have you ever been kicked out of an all-you-can-eat place? Has that ever <laughs> happened to you? Uh, I don't think I've ever been to an all-you-can-eat place. That's not or is, true. Is the, oh, okay. I'm Lee pretty sure you and I facts. have been to an all-you-can-eat sushi joint together. Oh, I guess sushi, yes. Sushi, yeah. yes. And, the, and was there a time limit? Was there a time limit? No, but there is a you have to pay for what you don't finish. Yeah, 100%. that's how they get you. Like you, you, can't, you. you can't pay for stuff and be like, you can take this back with sushi. That would be outrageous. Yeah. No, yeah. Could you and imagine they, getting that? Like you, then you're the next person in, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you want to know what? Someone actually just didn't finish their California roll." Well, you can have Would that. Would you like these three saucy ass California rolls <laughs> that have been sitting on someone's plate, and then we've had under a heat lamp for? Would you have to heat lamp sushi? I guess drenched not. in soy sauce. No. I guess not. No. Yeah. If anything, you'd have to ice sushi. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Keep been on it ice. fresh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. We've, we've had these three pieces of California roll on ice this entire time, so don't worry. I'd be like, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you would. Well, there was this but. one time, um, Lee, were you you were in Guelph when there was the W Sushi that's near uh, Silver Creek? I, I fucked up W Sushi. Dude, so it was me and this other... Right beside this the beer other, store. Uh, it was the perfect hell setup. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah, get your beer. Get uh, get some sushi in you. I, I have a friend. Be... I have a friend who used to go to all you can eat sushi and yeah. halfway through go to the bathroom and puke it all up so that he could eat more. Yep, yep. I've had so a friend like that as well. Sounds like a smart guy. But yeah. what was funny was that we had it was me and another uh, a rugby player, um, a good friend of mine, and we went. This is before they had a time limit, and I swear, we probably stayed for like three three hours. And it was like dark outside by the time we get out because we just kept having food because we they didn't kick us <laughs> out. And then I think it was it was slowly after a time I saw at the bottom of the menu it was like hey there's like this two hour limit and I thought to myself I'm like hey did we do that did we do did we influence this sushi chain to have um, a two hour time limit? But uh, we will <laughs> never know. The mystery still lives on. Yeah, you just have you just yeah. sit there and just wait dude. for your wait to like because you know how like with sushi you you kind of get hungry again like you know, like an hour later. Like a second win like, kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, it would be hilarious if, like, <laughs> like that's how you, like, just kind of went through your day. If, if you were like, yeah, you want to what? Like, I'm going to get up and go to the washroom. I'm going to really hang out in there for a bit. Come back. You know, maybe I'll bring my work with me, and, like, I'm going to have my three meals here, and they're just going to be sushi meals. You treat it like a freaking uh, coffee shop, like a laptop. Yeah, exactly. And just hang out. You're like, oh, I'm just going to be You're waiting. You're working for, from uh, the sushi joint. 
you know, classic. Yeah. That's that's an interesting question too. Like, what's the weirdest place someone has like sat down? Like weirdest like public place that someone has sat down and been like, I'm gonna do my day's work here today. I feel like it happens uh, more than you think. Maybe like, but like odd just... places. Like, cause like mm. cafe is not odd. I don't, no, cafes you know. cafes yeah. like typical now. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Like a like a like a funeral home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God. Yeah. Or or um, a water park. <laughs> Like specific locations of the funeral home would be funnier. Like if you're like in a part where they're like where they're like putting the makeup on the dead bodies and shit, oh. and someone's just like in the corner being fucked. Yeah, um, yeah, that yeah, that would be pretty. Well, I'm trying to think but of like, other places. Yeah, what's have you ever seen someone like in a place where you're like, that's weird. Why are you working here? I thought the subway was kind of weird, but then I was like, mm, when you think about like, it, wait, maybe like wait, like subway. Not sandwiches no no like the subway <laughs> subway sandwiches is a cafe <laughs> arguably it's a sandwich experience man. and a bakery yeah yes, uh, well i bake. saw i was um well it's actually it was the same sushi place but we went with this guy that wasn't part of our original crew and we went for lunch and the dude straight up orders wine in the afternoon I just found that very strange. Like, 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 what a who does right. that? I get it. Like, he's, he's like sad. swirling it and stuff, and I'm like, dude, like, this is not the time and place. Like, in the I afternoon have a, to have some wine. I have a cool story, bro, type moment right now that I'm gonna go into, but it's funny either way for me. So I don't Let's care. Go. Um, so, thing about drinking wine during the day. Have you ever done a wine tour? I have not. Like, no, I want like, to though. Uh, yeah, like a, you know wine area of ontario or bc or alberta or wherever um, yeah well we did in the okanagan when i was living out in british columbia and uh and you just like realize that most people like that you know frequent those areas or whatever are just like fully functional like alcoholics they're like they're just day drunk <laughs> all the time just all the time. And uh, like, we, you just fit right in. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> You're like, you know, so, but in terms of the swirling, uh, like uh, you feel like you, sh you have to swirl. You do. Like you feel like you have to put is on everyone like, doing persona. it too. Is, it, yeah. is everyone doing it like in the group? And you're like, well, I, I swirl. Have to do I swirl look, I'm swirling my brass monkeys. You, you just yeah. feel a pressure to be water. like, I have to look like I'm doing something. A lot of I, this of the nom, nom, I smell the yeah. I taste the wood I like when because like because the thing is when you do like a wine test or whatever wow. like a wine tasting story is like yeah. someone will come out from the place and like you know be like what you're gonna taste is like or what you're gonna you're gonna get hints of this or that and the entire time it's like dude I'm fucking hammered <laughs> I'm not gonna taste shit I'm enjoying it <laughs> yeah. You could say this is a rosé and hand me like the darkest fucking wine I've ever seen in my life. And I would believe you because I'm drunk. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's a funny, it's a funny experience where you're just kind of like, look, you know, I know, we all know. We're here to get wasted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially if you're right. going through like. It's like the most adult way to get away with just doing that. <laughs> Right. The sophisticated way, you should say. I, yeah. I, I thought the um, kind of protocol with wine tastings was you like spit, like you like taste it, and then you, yeah, yeah. you have a little. I, I didn't see. I haven't seen any of that personally, but I do know that that's a thing. Yeah, 
but yeah when when, when is it what if you choose the inappropriate time to do that what if you like take a <laughs> sip of the wine you spit in it and it's similar to the sushi take back thing oh. it's like look we can't just take this spit out wine all of a sudden <laughs> sir you're gonna have to finish that yeah lap it up yeah come on sip it back finish up. it now do it with straw now. I don't know. What, what does disgusting sound like that? Anyways, we're getting off, off topic. Here. <laughs> yeah, we're getting off topic. Well, anyway, that was the topic there. That was the topic for today. Um, nice. Getting into the review. Um, I had to do this one, guys. I had to do this one. Being radio students, of course, me and Lee, as soon as uh, a buddy of mine told me, he's like, dude, Jim Carrey is like the host of this radio show for the weekend. I was like, well, I have to check this out. And so we will be doing, of course, Don FM, the weekend's fifth album. And we will intro it with the song Gasoline. Uh, Lee, if you could cue that up for me, let's take a listen. Let's do it.
you, boy? Oh, Hunter. Classic, classic mute moment. <laughs> Thank you once again. Oh, my God. It's early, guys. It's early. Actually, no, it's late. That's on it's me. It's super early. Um, gasoline, the weekend. Now, I'm not going to go too uh, crazy into the background because uh, uh, the lovely Mo had already done that for us. Shout out to uh, the Shoot the Ship podcast. But, you know, the weekend's been on a tear with, uh, you know, performing for the Super Bowl along with successful features, not to mention uh, Kanye West's Donda and uh, FKA Twigs with Tears in the Club. Uh, yeah, this project with uh, it was actually released with little to no fanfare. Came out January seventh, twenty twenty two. Sees the weekend release a concept record called Don FM. With the success of Blinding Lights and kind of that eighties synth, he kind of de de uh, dived, delved, divin, divin dove? head first. Uh, dove. Thank you. Doved. Doved. Doven. Doved into. Dove cried. Delved into yeah. the dove cried into that '80s uh, style synth, opening into dove the first it. track, which kind of has that um, the opening of the album of like the spacey kind of hazy, like like uh, it's kind of building off like a lot of Starboy kind of stuff, yeah. along with that '80s synth, what I uh, I really like. So building on the sense of After Hours, uh, it's got that range of R&B, of course. Uh, it's a pop record. It's got some funk, and it's honestly, it's got all these infectious grooves. The whole album is a vibe. But here's the question. What is the actual concept at work here? So here's a quote uh, from Abel, a.k.a. The Weeknd. Picture the album being like the listener is dead, and they're stuck in this purgatory state, which I always imagined would be like stuck in traffic. They got a radio station playing in the car, with a radio host guiding you to the light and helping you transition to the other side. So it could feel celebratory or it could feel bleak, however however you want it to make it feel. But that's what Dawn is for me. So it's the sense of purgatory waiting for the gates to open. And that's kind of relatable, especially with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic taking over, of course, uh, two years out of our lives. Mm. Um, the producers involved, you got, um, of course, The Weeknd, but perhaps one of the heavy hitters is Max Martin. Uh, written 25 Billboard number one songs, including The Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way, little known track. Bang. Also, Britney Spears, Hit Me Baby One More Time, a little known Bang. track. And in syncs, It's Gonna Be Me. Just another. It's gonna be me. Oh, thank fuck, you, Lee. got there like a second oh, before me. Boom. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, I was waiting for it. We also have Calvin Harris, Swedish House Mafia, uh, longtime collaborator Oscar Holter. My and, second, um, that's my second favorite musical mafia, by the way. Behind 3 6, of course. 3 6 Mafia. <laughs> oh, dude. Shout out to the old days. It's a fight. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could claim that joke, but that's something that a friend said. Oh, is that what he a said? decade ago when Swedish Health Mafia was a thing and I died laughing. That's <laughs> still one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. But let's I pretend I said it. Let's pretend I said it first. You did say uh, it. Yeah, Leah, you, did, you just said it now. Uh, we have the proof. Um, an experimental electronic musician, uh, Daniel... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Uh, Daniel Eel Poulin, a.k.a. One Yoth Tricks, um, a point oh. never. Um, did I get Whoa, that no, wrong? No. No, one God. tricks. Say it, Jake. Say it, Jake. One o tricks. One o tricks. Point never. No. Nice. Thank you. He's Thank been on you. the show. 
Well, he hasn't been on the show, but we've we've we've. Uh, no, he's helping me out. He's helping covered, me out. Covered, um. Yeah. So yeah, so it's got a lot of firepower, and uh, why wouldn't it? After the course of success of um um of after hours, but each song and the meanings come into terms with the weekend's past traumas. Uh, with that song "Gasoline" there, um, in the music video, he's actually uh, the weekend's crashing the same car that was in the music video for "The Hills." And he is shown fighting his own ego, introducing the two main topics um, of his career that he's often associated with is drugs and heartbreak. And it's got that uh, club-like feel. But, you know, um, personally, the songs, um, they bleed into one another brilliantly. Um, being a concept record, it's touching upon kind of Abel's, all his past traumas. And then it's also got this middle point where it's a uh, where it's actually a voice um like a voiceover story kind of an interlude done by Quincy Jones, uh, talking about his past trauma where he was um, he's talking about his mom um, he was remember he remembers when he's a little kid of his mom getting taken to um, a mental institution where it was him and his dad only. And the weekend can empathize with that because he is in a, he was in a household with one parent as well. Um, I found it interesting that Jim Carrey is on the album. They actually have similar traits for, they were both successful coming from Canada, but they came into an industry that, um, that places identities and ideas over who they really are. Of course, you know, Jim Carrey is being the wacky person, but now yeah. he's kind of become this more introspective person. Um, you know, with the Haiti, with the heavy 80s inspiration, it could be said that the weekend is taking a lot of influence, um, you know, from various films, and we're actually going to get into this next track here, Less Than Zero, um, where it's a something, uh, sorry, it's a novel from 1985, but it was turned into a movie in 1987, uh, starring uh, among the cast, there's uh, Robert Downey Jr. But the plot follows a boy named Clay who returns home from Princeton to Los Angeles, for Christmas break. Upon returning to his past, everyone has become nihilistic. And the author gives a glimpse into the characters who have everything they desire, but they want more, kind of like what Hollywood is. And Clay is participating in every part of the hedonistic lifestyle living in Hollywood until he can't take it anymore. Uh, the connection is that with The weekend, he revisits himself in Don FM just as Clay revisited himself for the winter break. They both conclude that none of this was true, was their true identity, um, for Donna Femme is about the acceptance of oneself. So a funny fact that I also learned from this, um, delving into this review, is that The Weeknd actually put out a tweet saying that we're in the midst of another trilogy, After Hours being yeah. the first record, and this one being um the the next one um before um what's actually interspaced with uh with the songs are some of these cool radio breaks that jim carrey does and i won't spoil them here but he says stuff like don't touch that dial we're coming back or like welcome <clears throat> to the middle of nowhere kind of similar to um queens of the stone age what they did with their kind of radio concept mm -hmm. uh, which i absolutely loved but um what else can i say yeah, we got that. Uh, Is after TikTok. hours? Sorry, uh, with, no, with please. after hours, I thought there was some sort of thing where after hours like represents hell or like. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I'm I'm grateful yeah, that you yeah, touched on that, Lee, because I actually, and this is just a hypothesis of mine, but it's kind of like he's recreating Dante's Inferno, 
with oh. hell in the excesses. And you can kind of see with the color red that's playing into it. And then, of course, the picture for this album is the weekend reimagined as like an old man. But also mm. the colors of gray that are associated with purgatory. So it's like mm. the album is playing basically on repeat. And it's about the, ex the acceptance of himself through his past traumas. Well, um, so yes. question on that. Did, so on, on the gasoline, you know, when, when we were playing gasoline, I have the yeah. album art up there and we, we throw the album art. So the album art for this one, that was actually the original proposed album art for the album. And then it changed to him being old. Let me see if I can here. Let me see if I can, uh, if we share. can find that. Yeah. Or put that up for the, for the YouTube. That'd be great. Yeah. Let me see if I can, uh, upload a file real quick um, well sorry here so you're saying that the original the original um like album art is of him as the old man am i getting that right yeah uh i won't be able to do it unfortunately oh well but uh but yeah so it's okay when it was uploaded or sorry when we were uh listening to the song it was up there so anyways just thought that was interesting that it's uh yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what his uh what his um like what his vision was for the album does that if that makes sense i don't i don't really know yeah yeah sense. well i think honestly the vision is and I, and i'll actually uh stop taking a look at the book here but i delving into this review i tr it, it, honestly it's like an it's like a literal english essay because <laughs> i think the weekend is aware of who he was back then in his self-image and now he's starting to shed all of that away getting to who he really is. So he's actually matured beyond um, his relationships. Each song is dealing with, you know, kind of the acceptance of getting over um, someone that he was has been in a past relationship with, overall leading to Nirvana as a sense. And it's even, I think uh, one of the songs is, um, you might have to remind me here, but it's like something about angels. Um, mm. And uh, and I'll and I'll look it up shortly, probably after we play the next song. Yeah. Um, but um, you hear this over the top radio break that says like, "Listen to Afterlife," um, and that is the next album that will be in line after this one. So hmm. expect that. The, that's even that's just a guess though. That could be a guess. But the next album. Um, it might be afterlife where it's maybe a sense of nirvana that the weekend has arrived at because he's gained a sense of peace of dealing with the past traumas throughout each song being that of the concept record. Um, I listened to all of this in one sitting and all I can say is that if you're into like spacey 80s synth pop with an element of funk, R&B and soul, you're definitely going to love this one. Um, don't just buy one song. I would say you got to buy the whole album kind of to experience it all. And honestly, concept records are a labor of love. It's like a whole theatrical production. Um, mm. At the end of the album, it features an outro by Jim Carrey basically saying, um, you know, that you have to come to terms and peace with your past regrets in life. Um, and I will, I won't spoil the whole little monologue for you, but one of the iconic lines that it ends with is you got to be heaven to see heaven mm. and you can interpret that how you wish. But I, 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 my, my own kind of catharsis or not catharsis, my own introspection would be that you have to kind of come to terms with all your past mistakes and live life with no regrets because this is the one you have. And you should, uh, you know, and there are no regrets, frankly, but you also got to do what you love because this is the one life we do have. There you um, go. 
I could I honestly the, go on and on. Yeah, go ahead. Please, I have please. the album cover. Sorry, one sec. Let me see if it lets me share my screen. Can you see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Sick. Um, so, so, yeah, this oh, is so sick. Yeah, this is what the original one was supposed to be. But you can see the, the concept still in it, like you're talking. Yeah, absolutely. And you could, I don't know, and maybe even from this image, you can see that that road there is gray. And that, yeah. to me, is purgatory. That's how long. And you basically stay in purgatory until you have, uh, you, you've, you've realized and you can make peace with all um, the mistakes that you have made. Yeah, um, yeah. And what's very interesting about Jim Carrey as a person is that if you've seen recent interviews with Jim Carrey, um, he talks about like that nothing nothing matters. And there was a point where he was on an island. It's on the Graham Norton show, um, and the missiles were going off, or there was an, an evacuation warning to get into the bunker um, before missiles were going off on a tropical island. But he was too far away, and so he. Um, he was going to, uh, he was with someone that he loved, and they said, uh, well, we should, like, maybe uh, get in this car. And he said, I'm not going to die in my car. And he basically just looked up to the sky and he said, this is it. If I die, like, this is where I'm at. And he was content and at peace with everything around him. And I thought that was so fascinating because here's a movie star that, you know, has everything, um, pursued his passion. And here he is at the end of his life saying that nothing really matters anymore. Nothing, mm. nothing matters except the love that we share with one another. And he was at peace with himself. And it's honestly quite astounding. I still have to read his book, but um, <laughs> I, could, I could go on and on, guys. But yeah. I want to conclude with um, the, the, the last song. I thought the beginning and end would just be a good marking point. This is Less Than Zero by The Weeknd, Don FM. Take a listen.
Sometimes you blow You tried your best with me, I know Bang, bang. Boom. Oh, bing, Hunter, you've done bing, it bomb, to yourself boom. again. You've just... To myself, because I thought... Well, because I always It'll press... unmute for you. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's just me being an idiot. I know. They're shaking their heads hey, at me. I feel on. flustered. There we go. Don't well, call yourself names. <laughs> well, guys, if I had to give this one um, uh, a rating, I think... I don't know. Honestly, it's one of... It's such... It's such a complex record, and it's beautifully sounding, and even with maybe that last little, uh, that last track there, you can hear kind of, um, even with just the, the note choices, that it sounds kind of like a reflection and coming to peace with things. Um, I don't know, man. Starting out, starting off the second month of the year, I'm gonna give this one... Oh, dude. It's an eight... It's... No, man. It's a nine... This is a nine out of ten... Uh, spacey synths. Uh, spacey synths. Wow. Spacey synths. Certainly um, that. Yeah. I love. I love the 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 philosophy of it. I love the how it's a concept. I love it's a concept record. The weekend sounds brilliant. Um, it's like '80s pop reimagined into now, mm. and uh, everyone should listen to it. Is there any uh, any thoughts on uh, Don FM? Have you guys listened to this one? Of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also Jake's you, a huge weekend fan. What'd you guys think? <laughs> you know, for me, I I kind of tuned the weekend out for a time. Yeah. Um, right around like, right around the Starboy phase, I was kind of like, ah, uh, like that's cool. Like that single was cool, but man like it kind of doesn't hold that much water for me like it's very bombastic um and then i listened to this album just today on my walkabout which <laughs> i do daily no nice. uh, my daily walkabout my you know i walkabout. i go along this here wall <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i make sure there's no one trying to get in my wall <laughs> Walking yeah. down the streets, uh, spray painting on my wall. <laughs> yeah, this is my wall. Yeah. <laughs> Again, great, uh, great audio content for just our strictly audio listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jake, Jake has this, uh, a, one of those virtual backgrounds here uh, of a lovely brick wall. Of a yeah, it's wall. a it's a virtual reality setting that I'm right. in right now. Yeah, it's VR. like he's on the street. So I I look like I'm in a certain space, but yes. it's virtual reality. Right. Classic. And, um, so that's pretty cool. But you're, uh, you're keeping that wall tight on your walkabouts daily. Exactly. And nice. so I like to walk along the wall, and I just go up and down, and I sometimes climb you up, go up to the, the wall. I sometimes climb up to the top <laughs> and look on the other side. Wow. And, um, and so I was doing that, and, and I was listening to Don FM, <laughs> and... Uh, I was like, that voice, that voice is really familiar. And then uh, Googled it and discovered that it's uh, Jim, Jim Carrey. Right. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's awesome. But I have to shout out uh, my best friend Conrad for doing it first, arguably mm. doing it better. Mm. Um, 
playing DJ uh, as an interlude between tracks. Um, so, you know, uh, that's one thing. Um, I also really Good. like Glad you did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Conrad, if you're listening, which I know you're not, <laughs> um, which you never have, <laughs> which you never fucking have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just know that I, you know, I see you and, uh, <laughs> even when- <laughs> I see you, and and even when you don't see me, or listen to me, I still see you, or watch he's, me. He's on the other side of this wall, so that's why. Yeah, um, that's why you make sure the no signal one gets doesn't make it across. Yeah, yeah. not not um, my best friend. You're not getting in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so uh, yeah, so yeah, I really I and also musically, I thought it was a little bit more expansive and a little mm-hmm. bit more um, adventurous than his previous works. And uh, I also thought the Quincy interlude was, um, like sad. really sad. Like probably sad. the, but I also think the most grounded, like the most arresting, but sort of the most centering thing on the album. Um, mm. so yeah, all in all, I think as like a piece of art, this is probably my favorite thing that the weekend's done in the last. I don't know since Thursday. Thursday, yeah. The um, album, not the day of the week. Well, yeah, but also the day. Considering, yeah. considering that he, he probably all the stuff he released before Thursday was, well, then on Wednesday. <laughs> well, I feel like it came <laughs> out of earlier. the blue, right? Because he also did. Well, he also did like an Amazon, uh, like an Amazon concert where he essentially DJs himself, doing yeah. the full album. And uh, let's not mention, uh, not let's not forget to mention, he's got two features, of course, Lil Wayne and Tyler, uh, the creator, on yeah. certain tracks here. Uh, he's got it on. Yeah. It's yeah. Here we go again. And uh, and more. <laughs> but uh, Lee, what did you what did you think? So I I personally like I I've I've had like stages with the weekend personally like i really really liked house of balloons but i didn't uh, and and like the trilogy series i really like the trilogy series house of balloons being my favorite of that which i think is pretty commonplace for most most people um but uh i think like the there was a lull there where i really like didn't like the weekend uh mm-hmm. and i think you know, again, shouts out to to our guy Mo, uh, who joined the show. Yeah. He, did, he did Kiss Land as a spicy staple. I hate that album. I still hate the that infamous. Album. Yeah, the infamous album that is probably yeah, it's really polarizing. much disliked. It's, yeah. it's polarizing. There's some like like weekend fans who are like are like this album like set the stage for what we had and like what we continue to get. And then there's other people who I feel like I'm in that camp of like this album sucks. Like I don't like this album. Um, and I kind of stand by that, unfortunately, even even though Mo did like a good job of like expressing the other side. Yeah. 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 Um, I still think that was like a real a really big. Um, yeah. Like divot in his in his career. Um, I think Starboy is probably another example of an album I really don't like. I think it was like way too long. I think a lot of like the songs that kind of blew up from it from it, I think, are like super boring 
Like yeah. I personally don't like the song Starboy. I like the other Daft Punk one though. I can't remember what it's called. I feel um, it coming. I feel yeah. it coming. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I like. I feel bad. it coming a lot. That's um, a funky song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, there's ups and downs on that album, and Beauty Behind the Madness is a similar thing. Ups and downs with that. Like, I think that's where he really came into his own as like, like having like uh, these singles that like just go off. Like, because um, mm-hmm. I can't feel my face. I think came off of that album, and that song. Yep, that's it. I remember when I heard that song for the first time, and I was like, "Holy shit, this song's sick!" Um, and then it was like everywhere, and it was kind of like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Like, I understand why this song is everywhere. Um, yeah, my mom loved that song. Slaps. The baseline in that song is incredible. Oh yeah, she um, would just text me. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. <laughs> like those words. She would text me that like, like every morning. Mom, get the fuck away from my wall. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why do you think I built this not in, wall? Not in here, mom. Not in here. Um, yeah. The uh, so yeah that so like that kind of brings us up to where we are now, which I think he's actually hit a stride that I I'm right back to really liking him again. And what he's putting out, I think he's like he's in the last couple of projects. This being his one and after hours being it's the like, other, he's really started to like, like cut down mature. the fat. Yeah, he's really started to cut down like the unnecessary parts. I think of the I think of the album, and I think he's kind of found a, a a sound that he was kind of always going after or always trying to achieve. But now he's mm. just like doing it, um, and it's not as like muddled and not as like. Um, inconsistent if that makes sense like that's that was my issue with star boys like there was like just like randomly like a trap song like halfway through the album i'm like this doesn't fit this doesn't make sense with mm-hmm, the rest mm-hmm. of the stuff around it um and like that just doesn't exist on these albums like they're it's cohesive they make sense and the and the singles are still like awesome like blinding lights is so good and yeah. i think um the First single off this album, Take My Breath. Awesome. Love it. Um, and like, but then you get songs like Sacrifice now, which I think are really awesome songs, but like actually complement the rest of the album versus whatever that one with Future was on Starboy, where I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, this is, this is literally just like, I have a song with Future. And uh, anyway, so yeah, that's my take. I, I really like it. And I, I really like the, the, where he's at right now. I guess I can I can I can help, but um, it reminded me a lot of uh, random access memories off uh, Daft mm-hmm. Punk's last album, like For a sure. very ma- like like going back to go forward in like this modern way. Yeah, and uh, I mean I'm I'm really I'm hooked now, so it would be interesting to see uh, yeah. what he does next with um, Afterlife. Oh, but there fuck. you go, I guys. I forgot to put the banner on. Hold up. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Anyway, we're doing .fm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, anyway, I guess we can move on to um, our next segment. It, it is, uh, of course, our lovely Jake Swain will be doing the, um, oh, what's it called? Um, uh, Lee, I need I need your help. Uh, With what? What's the, the jingle. What's our thing called? Oh. What's the... Uh, what's, uh... Spicy Staple. Yeah, 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 but in the, the traditional way that we do it. Of like, oh, our uh, acapella? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I okay. So I'll go. Um, spicy. 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 Yes, it's a spicy. It's a spicy. It's a spicy. 
it's the spicy stable where we uh one of us picks an album um that is close to our heart and we get to hear about it and uh jake what do we have uh for you uh, for, uh what do you have for us today we have an album no. by whoa by soons two u's makes it soons you'd think it would be sons yeah you would and maybe it is but i've called them soons since day one so i'm gonna stick with it and if you're looking Um, just quickly you might even think it's a w swans i could see that swins 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 that's cute um, and technically it is a W, but it's exactly. not a W. So think yeah. about that. Yeah. Mind, mind, mind blow. Yeah. Why is it called W and not double V? You tell me. <laughs> you just um, I'm double confused. I'll tell you that much. Double used. Yeah. I I'm feel double confused. used. I feel double abused by that. <laughs> I feel amused. <laughs> oh, double amused. Oh, double amused, yeah. 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 Um, okay, so the album is uh, Zero's QC. This is Soon's debut album. Um, this is a band uh, that I have loved for a very, very long time since this album debuted. Uh, and uh, let's get double debuted. Um, let's get into it. Um, formed in Montreal. Oh, Montreal. Oh. Montreal. Bonjour, mon sweet manger. Poisson, bibliothèque, aïe, aïe, aïe. Jacques Cousteau. Montréal. Bloc Québécois. Oh, oh. Um, um, cheese. Le Oh, wine. I like that wine. Wine. Um, Okay, so they were formed in 2007 in Montreal by uh, singer and guitarist Ben Shimi and bass and guitarist Joe Yarmish. That's a name. I know, Joe Yarmish. That just sounds like a person. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like Jim Jarmish. Joe Yarmish. Jim Jarmish. Yim Yarmish. Yim Yarmish. There we go. they they got together they they were hanging out they were chilling they were uh doing a little beats making session together they were like let's make some beats and then that quickly turned into something more than just beats and they were like oh we maybe we have something here that's a little more substantial than just like two friends making some beats Mm -hmm. um and they they quickly recruited uh a couple other members uh one being liam o'neill who is a bassist and Max Henry, who plays, who tickles tickles the ivories, if you will. Would you say either of them identify as a gold member? Probably, probably not Max Henry though, because he's since left the band. Oh, Cole member maybe. Yeah, yeah, Browns <laughs> member. Yeah, uh, but good for him because I guess he's like pursuing higher education that oh. was his reason for leaving yeah. oh Pla- gotcha. platinum member. So, platinum member yeah 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 onyx yeah, yeah. onyx style <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then in 2009 they worked on this kind of body of music and they uh teamed up with one jace lassick of the besnard lakes 
Another uh, I know well-known. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they just had and... a new album recently, I think. Did they? Yeah. Nice. Maybe maybe last year. Yeah, good anyway. for them. Yeah. Hey, gold member. Gold member for him, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also, he's like, I think he's the co-founder, um, Jace, mm. which is also a sick name. Um, Jace. It's my name, but with a C instead of a K. Okay, I guess. Jace. Jace. I feel like I wouldn't like Jace. And they wouldn't like me. <laughs> yeah. so. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like a Chaz to me. Yeah, it's got that well, kind of Chaz, Chaz is, name about it. Chaz is on another level. I feel like yeah, Jace sure. is like... Jace is Jace. Chaz's like little fucking bitch boyfriend. He definitely, he definitely <laughs> has silver hair. He's definitely got silver hair. That is a harsh take on the name Jace. I'm yeah, sorry, sorry, people. Sorry for Jace. any Jaces out there. Yeah. He's also he's also the co-founder. I'm pretty sure the co-founder of Break Glass Studios, which oh, cool. is a, a very uh, uh, kind of critically reputed studio in Montreal, where um, many albums, many bands have have uh, worked on stuff. Um, there, they recorded this album, Zero's QC, and uh, released it to much critical acclaim. Did a bunch of tours, garnered a pretty awesome following, and uh, then I I came into the picture and I started listening to them and I said, "Hey, these guys are good." Yeah, let me blow this up for them. Yeah, let me blow this up, and I yeah. would walk into my work every day. Uh, uh, which is this? Uh, which is the wall that you're standing in front of? That's your full time. Yep. Yeah, and I would put them on the stereo, and my coworkers would be like, "The fuck is this?" And I'd be like, "It's soon's," and they'd be like, "Let's go." Um, but so let's describe. Let's describe the sound, shall we? I sure. wrote notes on it. Go for it. Uh, well, first I I wrote Pitchfork's description, which is sleek, moody. Space Prague. Whoa. Self-assured, nice. meticulous, and foreboding. It sounds like the work of a much older band. Mm. Thank you. That could, that could maybe be hurtful if they meant age. Right, like much older, oh, like a bunch of old You sound men. old. Yeah. Right. But they did. Like, like Don FM. The weekend. Like Don FM. Right. Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that fucking crinkly ass face looking ass. Yeah. 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 Um, I think what I love about Soons in general, but also in particular this album that really stood out to me is um, kind of the space between the sounds. Like it's it's quite dynamic, but also like sparse at the same time. And uh, it does it 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 rings with sort of a musical maturity that uh, is beyond their years wow should we check it out yeah let's yeah let's go this is the first track off of zero's qc this is armed for peace
Boom. Yo. Hey, yo. Started off very doomy in the beginning there with that droning noise. Indeed. I likes that. I likes that. Indeed. Um, yeah, I think the most, uh, I guess, like, the simplest description I've I've read of their sound is art punk. <laughs> Which um, I think is, yeah. It's pretty accurate. Apt. Yeah. Yeah. Quite accurate. Um, and since they've, you know, they've since released like five more albums. They've since um, released. They've since released. They've double released. Um, five more double albums. Double the releasal. Exactly. And their, their latest being The Witness, 2021's The Witness, released in September. Mm. Um, and has been uh, uh, kind of reviewed as their most cohesive album yet. Mm. So please go check out The Witness, because it's also a, a great Soons album. Um, yeah, I, uh, I saw them perform in 2013 at uh, uh, Sled Island, which is a music festival here in Calgary. And uh, they were headlining the night. Uh, actually, a friend's band was the opener. The band was called Grounders. And I went there with my best friend, Conrad. Hi, Conrad. Can you hear us through Conrad, that wall there, Conrad? Do you want to? Conrad. Nice. Conrad. Knock on and, the wall. Uh, I've been and, keeping you safe. No one's been able to get in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got wasted. And we're <laughs> able to, to start a mosh pit. Nice. At the Palomino. You started your... it. You guys started it. Oh, yes. Fully. Okay. Palomino. 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 At one Respect point, to that. At one point, I was on Conrad's shoulders, um, and when by the time Soons played, the place was nuts, and it was such a great show. And if anybody remembers, 2013 was the year of the Great Calgary Flood, and so when we left the <laughs> right, basement of, of the Palomino, oh, man. the water was like up to our ankles, running down the street, and uh we walked over to um, a bridge, the Lionsgate Bridge over the Bow River, and we're watching as like pieces of houses were being washed under us under the bridge. Um, it was an extremely memorable night. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, I think if I'm to review this uh, art punk uh, production, right. I think I'll give it uh, 8.8 sine waves out of 10. Mm. 8.8. 8.8. Sine waves. Sine wave me. Yeah. We're getting very synthy. Very synthy on this episode. Very, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. The synths are coming out. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, thank you, Jake. Thank you for that uh, lovely review. Um, I gotta, I gotta also take it back. We've said it in a couple episodes, but if you have perhaps an idea or a business that you would like to share, or um, or we can talk about on this podcast, we'd be willing to do so. Uh, just follow us at oh, Surfing yeah. Sonic. Send us a message, and we yeah, will please. definitely. Uh, please, please. Um, we've Come pitched on. my father's book. We pitched Koa Candles. Come on. Uh, it is time, or uh, it is time for us to get more sponsors. Just do it on this show. Please Come help on. us. <laughs> Um, but hey, we're going to move on to uh, perhaps one of the most beloved uh, sections, segments, uh, section segments on this lovely show. It is Combat Rock, where, Noise. of course, two, uh, two of our hosts come into uh, fisticuffs. 
where they believe they think is the best song. They get to play 30 seconds of any section they would like without the song, uh, throughout the song, and uh, but also make uh, make a pitch of why their song is the best. And you know what? We're gonna start off with uh, the challenger. Uh, the lovely uh, mustache uh, hat-wearing Jake. Uh, what do you have today, my good sir, for Combat Rock? Wow. Coming in at 145 pounds. Of white-hot fury. Of steaming Steaming meaty blood. And, and, and rage. Yeah. And, 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 and passion. And uh, our... Ah, the uh, wall. The wall. <laughs> the wall. Don't forget the wall. Coming yeah. in from just in front of this wall. <laughs> so what do you do for a living? Oh, wall. Wall. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a wallist. Wall I'm a wallist. I see, don't see talk the wall. about walls. The history of walls. Stupid question. You see you see the wall. <laughs> no, I don't have work. a resume. His yeah, work is wall. behind him. Uh, as you can resume? See, How about a work of art that you can see right now with your own two eyes? What do I do for a living? Are I you wall. familiar with a wall? Do you think wall? this wall put up itself? Do you wall. think I build walls? The answer is wall, of course. Yes. Nice. <laughs> wall, of Thank course. Thank you. Nice. Um, yeah, so my track, the winning track of this round of Combat Rock, mm. is from your neck of the woods, boys. Oh, uh, he's uh, he's a loke. He's a he's a Toronto loke. He a loke is. Bloke. He is. He is. Uh, he's from one of Toronto's most darling indie bands, Hooded Fang. Mm. His name is Daniel Lee, and this is his. Yeah, Daniel <laughs> Lee. Lee. My name's Lee. Your yeah. name is Lee. Wally. Wally. <laughs> And uh, so this is his uh, uh, solo endeavor, uh, 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 Lee Paradise, which is where I am anytime we record one of these episodes. <laughs> I'm in Lee Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Imagine this is being a, there every day, all every day. Every single day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Imagine, imagine living in Lee Paradise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is his newest uh, single. This was just dropped a few days ago because um, newer is better. Hot. <laughs> Hot off the press. Hot off the press is exactly. Hot off the press. This is Lee Paradise's Dreamin'. Lee's a paradise, a strong, a strong, a strong uh, little song there for you. It's just a hazy, a dreamy little sample. Very nice. hazy, very dreamy. Um, but here we come to uh, the man, which looks like he's wearing a Yogi Bear shirt. Or Sugar Crisp. Sugar Bear. Sugar Crisp. Yeah, Sugar Bear, Bear Crisp. There we yeah. go. Found this at a um, Salvation Army thrift store in 2010, and it still fits. And it still nice. fits, and it's it's lovely. Um, we have um, sugar crisp. 
uh, it was a tight race, apparently, as uh, Woody's told us before we started the show. Um, but Lee, yeah, uh, Mr. Lee, exactly. what do you have for us? The well, Jake, camp. you said um, when when was this song that you just played released? You said uh, Feb 9th. Mm. So you said hot off the press, newer's better. Couldn't agree more. This was released February eleventh. <laughs> oh, <This one. laughs> okay. A day Couldn't agree. before. Couldn't agree more, Jake. I don't get uh, I don't get these releases because there's the wall, so I have yeah. to wait an extra two days. You have to climb the wall. Yeah, and then go back down. <laughs> it's a big wall. Uh, yeah. I wall. Anyway, um, so <laughs> this comes from Veggie. He's uh, an American producer. Uh, just recently started putting out tracks. Um, from, from what I understand, anyway. And uh, he put out his EP called, or, sorry, called Liquid um, on the 11th of February. And it has a couple of cool features. Now, if you don't know anything about Veggie, you should go find his uh, Instagram page. I think it's called Veggie Beats or something like that. But uh, he's a DJ and just general entertainer on there that he mashes up all these random songs that shouldn't fit together but do. He calls the series like uh, these mashups should be illegal or like these remixes should be illegal or something. It's very entertaining. It's a good follow if you're into music and, and you're on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. He does it on both. Um, but the reason why I'm playing this specific song, Exceptional, is because it was uh, the first single off of this uh, EP, Liquid, and uh, it's also featuring a Toronto artist, rapper, who was actually in the very, very first episode of Combat Rock, Deja SB, and they were uh, nominated for the Polaris this past year for their Head Above the Waters album. So uh, Deja, one of my favorite rappers coming up right now. Uh, also, if you follow us on Instagram, um, you would have seen my face in the last couple of days on the story when I did the exclaim, which Canadian artist are you? And I got DJ SB and DJ themselves put that on their story because they thought it was so goofy that a skinny, pasty-ass little white kid got DJ SB uh, <laughs> as their which Canadian artist are you. So, uh, which that is funny. So, shouts out to DJ for, for that as well. This song is called Exceptional. It's a jig, it's a jam, enjoy it. We live though, I ain't high, but I still got high hopes. The good vibes never show up on time though. So I'm singing like Mariah with the high notes. So fly though, catch me in the sky. Everybody gotta ask me for a ride. Strap like a thing that you keep on the side at a wedding as a guest might leave with the bride. So sick like Neo was. I fly in and say shit like a hero does. You got L's and your team got zero dubs. I put y'all behind bars like a CO would, yup. I survived the flood and found strength somehow to get out the mud. So your little accolade don't count to us. Anything that you try when I'm out There you go. DJSB. There we go. Veggie. Veggie. Versus Lee's Paradise. Well, um, you know where you can vote. We've got, uh, of course, our Twitter poll at Surf and Sonic, um, oh, as well fuck. as our Instagram. Where's I the, banner? the banner again? Got the banner. Oh, the banner! Oh. Bang, hey, bang. we're still learning. We're still learning after we're, twenty I'm episodes. Learning. Of I'm doing learning. This. Hey, we're um, learning here. We're learning. Yeah, here. sorry, sorry. Where can people vote? Go. I interrupt. You. Yeah, um, on on Instagram, our Instagram story at Surf and Sonic. Same name on the Twitter. We got the Twitter poll where you can vote as well. Uh, and find out who comes on top of this episode of Combat Rock, guys. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. It's whether or not I come on top of Jake or Jake comes on top of me. 
Yeah, exactly right. that. Exactly and, that. You know, where on the wall we come. Yeah, on top. On the wall. Yeah. All over the wall. Excellent. So uh, just a quick question for you, Jake. Is Conrad okay? Have you heard from him in, in the last little bit? Or is it just silent behind that wall there? He's so what I understand is that he was in Hamilton. Oh. And uh that was last year. So And he got out of there quick. He was like, Let me out of here. Well I, I'm I'm going back into my wall. What I'm thinking was he tried to get up the wall and he's now just on the other side. Oh. Just at the base. Yeah. So just hanging out. Well, not not hanging out. Don FM, you know? Yeah. No, I get you. Don FM. Yeah. Fuck. Well, thoughts and prayers for Conrad. Thoughts and prayers for Conrad. And Conrad, if you ever listen to this... We'll have to get him on the show. Just, it sounds like Conrad has which, to come on the show. Which we know you won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, great episode, Hunter. Well done. Uh, you really... You really uh, Kept us in line. Kept us. Did on I sound track. like I was like freezing? Because guys, it is really cold in this room. I don't understand why it's so cold in this office, but I'm like, like shivering. Wow, I'm like shivering in this room. I mean, you do look also cold, very... but I think it's just the light on your face. Oh yeah, I'm probably it's not a cold. very warm. Yeah, it's not I'm a pale warm as shit. Light. It's very cold in here. Um, but my folks, uh, they don't. We don't turn on the heat to save to save the the money. So that's such a classic dad. Um, Oh yeah, it is. So um, there you go. Yeah, but uh, just well, freezing hey, cold, and it's like, hey, could we not just maybe turn up the you heat know, a little, bump it up a little, what? like when a couple you of have degrees? your house, when you yeah, have exactly. your own house, yep. Yep. you can do whatever you want with the thermostat. Like, where it's like, oh, just put on more blankets, just put on more clothing. It's like, yeah, okay, exactly. but when I've exhausted that, yeah, what, let's what, just put what, on, what's next? Just put on another sweater. You got to yeah, jog, really? Jog on Over spot. This? Yeah, I know. That, well, I wish I had that, but like, or I have to just turn on the shower, blaze the hot water with clothes on. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Nobody well, wants that. You should go check out Losers Weepers. That was uh, probably our first post. Our first post, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts out Losers and Weepers. Maybe Losers Weepers. Back, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lee yeah it's still me about that. building yeah. hype. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's about yeah, it's about building demand. People, people <laughs> want it back. You gotta really, you gotta, you gotta hold it, hold it. And release. Give it to him. Yeah. But you know what we got to do? I think next is serving Sonic beer. We will make a beer. We we got to do that. The yellow can. Boom. Make a Money beer? Made. Yeah, we make a beer. Oh, shit. I'm into it. I think that's what's next. I don't know. I don't know if I trust us to pick a good flavor. Dude, it's like the wine the flavor. The we just get wasted. It's like the wine tasting. We just get wasted trying just beers. And so we eventually flavor. are like, oh, well, that one's good. Yeah slurping all over i think we would get too adventurous with our flavor like i already know i'm like yeah what's fucking weird like sriracha <laughs> beer yeah let's go that's actually maybe oh, not dude. that bad let's go like let's a go. hint of it though a hint of a it that sounds great beer yeah a spicy something down beer. the road listeners something yeah, exactly. down the road uh if uh, of products to come out on on behalf yeah. of our uh, podcast crew here so yeah. all right we'll send us off with something inspirational hunter um Winning isn't the only thing, it's the only thing. <laughs> I got <What>? that wrong. <laughs> winning winning isn't the Set us winning, with something confusing, Hunter. Winning isn't the only thing. <laughs> winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Nice. Michael that's Scott. It. Yeah. Something like that. 
That's perfect. Here's nice. Basquiat, which was uh, the, 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 the winner, the combat rock winner of last episode. Bye, guys. Peace, people. We'll see you soon. Take it easy. Bye.